Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023, episode number 437. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. How goes it today? It's good day. It's Friday. Friday's always a good day. It is a good day. It is a good day. I just want to just let everybody know what's been going on with me because I've I've had a couple of people that have reached out and said, "Hey, you're not you're not as active. You're not responding." I had a very dear friend of mine that died this morning. She's been battling cancer for quite some time. And so I apologize, but um, I have a new member of the family and I want to introduce you to him. His name is Giorgio and I am getting these two acquainted, him and Handsome, and it is trying at best. Let me tell That's you Giorgio? what. This is Giorgio, yes. Let's just like Handsome. <laughs> they look like twins. Here's Handsome. Here's Giorgio. I didn't want to do the whole paparazzi thing, so I kind of just tried to sneak a little picture of him when when he wasn't looking. But the really funny thing is that they look exactly alike. They're they're both teacup poodles. I mean, that's what they are, and they're both tiny, tiny, and so they look a lot alike. They they don't like each other at the moment. I mean, it's not that they don't like each other. They will. They just aren't used to each other yet. So I have had... be able to keep them apart in three I months. I know. I had an absolute world whirlwind the last couple of days. It has been it has been nonstop. This has been going on for a while. But that pesky little thing called cancer took my friend. And so we are all here. All of our friends are here. We're all going to celebrate her life and do whatever we can to make sure that... that this this whole thing goes as smooth as possible and i've got the greatest support group ever and so they're doing everything to to make it easy for everybody so i just wanted you all to know what was happening because i did get a lot of people that said hey how come you weren't there i want to know about roger stone cat i haven't heard it i've missed it i'm so sorry um but i heard it was awesome everybody that sent me a dm they said cat did great so i hope it was as awesome as i heard it was yeah, it was, it was a lot of, uh, you know, I don't listen to it back, so it's hard for me to tell if it was any good or not. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it was, it was a real, it's really easy to talk to. Sometimes it's hard to talk to people, you know, they'll uh, um, talk over you or they'll, um, you just, you know, you, you, nobody lately, but when I first started out, I'd be on podcasts with people I really didn't know or and they didn't know me and it was just, it didn't click, but it really, really clicked with him. Oh, that is so cool. You know what? It really is true. Chemistry matters. It it does make a huge difference. And so, I mean, I everything I heard, just so you know, I know you're like I am. I don't like to. Hear, I don't like the sound of my own voice. I don't like to listen to playbacks or anything like that. I never do. You don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> just like, great. oh no, but I really don't. I, you can ask anybody. I, I don't even leave messages for my friends to call me back. I just text. Or I just hang up and they're like, sorry, you called. Why don't you leave a message? I'm like, because I don't like my own voice. I don't know. It's just what you hear. And so, uh, yeah. So I have like this big hang up and everybody's like, how can you even say that? You've got a great voice. And I'm like, mm. Yeah, you got a great voice. But anyway, it's to the ear of the beholder. So I guess. But um, yeah, I heard just you did amazing. The chemistry was right on. You had a great time together. And what an interview. I mean, these are the kind of people that you're meeting now, Kat. I mean, it's huge. I don't know. It's crazy. Isn't it fun? I mean. You know, he he was an advisor to Nixon. Yep. Advisor to Reagan, Trump. 
just crazy. Huge. I mean, just it's crazy. weird because I was a you know I'm a political junkie for a long time, and um, uh, it all started. Uh, I guess it started because I played music for a living, and when you played music for a living, that means you had to have another job. <laughs> so that's when I learned how to build stuff. You know, we, uh, so the, the, when we were in the band or, or I was playing during the day, we'd build decks. Or we'd uh, do whatever, or, or frame houses, or whatever, and uh, we could build just about anything. Put in hardwood floors, just whatever. Um, but um, so we would listen to Rush during the day, and this was a long time ago when he first started, back in the early nineties. I mean, I think I think he started in eighty-eight or eighty-nine, and um, I can't remember when he exactly started, but it was close to when he started. And um, I really wasn't into politics at that time, but, you know, listening to him three, just pretty much three hours a day. And it's good to listen to something while you're working. Right. Um, and just, just, just to make the time go faster and, uh, you know, listen to music will drive you crazy. But that's when I started uh, getting into politics. I, I've always kind of been political, but I didn't really have any direction. So um, I'm a, I guess I'm a rush baby. Yes, you are. And well, you know, kind of an old rush baby. <laughs> you know what's what? I've never, heard, I've never even listened to one episode of Rush. I've heard he's wow. absolutely incredible. No, I just never did. I, I don't, li I don't have a lot of time I'll to listen. listen to him for decades. I know everybody has, and they're like, oh my gosh, you have got to listen to, and you know, it, even if, even though and, he's gone, listen to him now. So. And then. Um, I really once once I once I got out of that phase and I and I was traveling three hundred days a year and I was in a car. I mean, I was putting eighty thousand miles a year on a car, eighty thousand in a truck. So I traveled and it's there's nothing worse than you know on a twelve hour trip than an eight hour trip. But boy, during the middle of the day, I just put it on rush. Oh my goodness, he was a kingpin. So, I mean, everyone that I've ever spoken to about him has always said, "My goodness well, gracious!" Yeah. I mean, just absolutely. This is why he was such a threat, absolutely a threat. And we're seeing that right now with what's going on with the Republican Party. You know, I've had a lot of time to think about it, and it's just unbelievable how they're crashing this thing. It it really is. I can't even believe they have no idea the <laughs> anger out here. And they, I know what they're thinking. They're, oh, it's an election cycle. It's a year before the election. Nobody's going to remember us, 22, 25 people. And all their staff are saying, oh, man, you know, in two weeks, they'll be talking about something else. They won't even care about this crap anymore. This is different. I've never seen them. I'm trying to think of when I've seen the voters this mad. Mm-hmm. But the, the the great thing about this, and he's like, don't, well, Matt Gates shouldn't have done. Let me tell you something. Kat McCarthy lied to them holdouts, and he deserved to get kicked out. He's a liar. He didn't do jack crap. He was protecting the Bidens the whole time. He deserved to be kicked out. Don't blame Matt Gates. He's the patriot that went in there and got rid of the got rid of me. I don't care how it turns out. I'm glad he kicked his ass out. He deserved it. He lied to him. Uh, and, and that's what happened. Yeah, well, it's really true. But here's the thing they're most upset about. They're upset about how involved we all are. We're the problem. We're the, we've always been the problem children, right? And so now we're using our freedom of speech. We're telling them how we feel about them. We're letting them know that their future is in our hands. And we are going to and do everything to take our country back. And they're cocky smart asses. Oh, they really are. They're making it worse for themselves. But see, here's the thing. This is where I love 
where we are right now is because here you've got the Democrats, let's let Democrats, let's just call them ducks, because they will walk right over the cliff just to follow exactly whatever it is their party says, whether they truly have taken time to see what that actually involves, like losing your freedoms or anything else. They're told to march, they're told to think a certain way, they're told to do a certain thing, and they do it collectively, even if it hurts them. We're not like that. We're, we we're learning some huge you're you're we're learning some huge lessons here. We're learning that the Republican Party hates yes. their voters. Yep. We learn we're learning that most of them are a bunch of slime balls. Yep. Think about this. They voted twice and uh, for him and they got 22 uh, and then 25 uh, or so three times. And um but anyway, let's there's 25 people. There's 25 holdouts. So they went to a secret ballot today and 120 something voted against him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 120 in a secret ballot today. You know what that means? That means they're going to tell you one thing to your face so you'll vote for them. And Thank then behind you. the scenes, they're going to screw you over every damn time. They don't care what you think then when they're behind closed doors. That's why These everything are, needs to be put it, out there. Yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's, you can count them on each hand how many decent Republicans there are, and, and I don't care nothing about them no more. And it's a relief. I mean, it, there was always, I was always going to uh, leave the Republican Party after I voted for Trump in the primary. We've been talking about that for six months, mm-hmm. but I've, I'm so done with them now. I don't even care. I don't care if they pick a speaker. I don't care who it is. I don't care if they can figure it out. I just don't, you know. Once somebody treats you this bad for this long and they prove they just don't give a damn about you, it's kind of, it's just kind of like a clean breakup. You know, I want a divorce and right. I, you know, and, 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 you know, you don't want to go hang out with your ex-wives or care what, 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 you know, your exes, you don't, in a year from now, you think you care what they're doing. You don't, Mm-mm. you're living your own life. I'm like that now with the, this did it for me. I just don't care. I don't want any of them on the show. I don't want any of them to DM me. I've told them too. I have them saying, "Hey, man, you need to." Hey, no, never mm-hmm. DM me again. I don't care about you guys. You're all a bunch of damn liars. Screw you guys. I don't care. One hundred percent. Yeah. N- never going to amplify you. I'm never going to put out your fundraising. I'm never going to do anything. So just stop. It's true. Well, here's the great news, though. We have identified what is wrong with our party. And those are some of the people that are sitting up there in those positions that we put them in. So what we'll do is we'll either create a new party, which is on its way. I mean, it's happening anyway. You can already see the divide. Or, you know, vote them out. Primary them. We've we've got all the options here for us. And we're going to continue on. We're not going to change our behavior. We're not going to change who we are. We're going to continue to vote for people that believe in our civil liberties, our our God-given rights. We believe that we live in a republic. It is a republic. And we are going to continue along that course. And if they don't agree with what we're doing or what we're saying, hey, you know what? We'll primary them. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Or we'll start a new party, whatever comes first. But you see a huge break in this party and you start to realize, hey, President Trump was really on to something here. He knew about the swamp. He knew what was up there in these sleeves. They're not doing the bidding for the people. They are doing the bidding for themselves. And that's it. And that's why they're going to lose their position. And if they think that this is temporary, they're absolutely wrong. Everyone I have spoken to, even on the Democrat side, says, gosh, I wish there was an alternative party. (laughs) Because they don't like their party either. I mean, that's what's so funny. So Everybody freaks out when you talk about a third party. And and you're like, well, what, man? 
How could it get any worse? We got Republicans that don't give it. They they hate you. Of course they do. They're they literally mm-hmm. they got they 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 were going to hold. They didn't want to. They want to go home until Tuesday. They want to go home for a three day weekend right now. And they told uh, Chad P- Pergram said that they told uh, the temporary speaker, "Hey, we're going we're going on vac. You know, we're going home." So. If you call for another vote and we're not here, Jeffrey could actually be speaker if there's that many absentees, but we're not going to be here. So I wouldn't hold a vote if I was you. <laughs> That's how much they care about you. They absolutely hate your guts. Oh, well, they're going to live to regret that one because let me tell you something. This whole entire country has changed. People are tired of this Biden and everything that he's done to destroy us. I mean, it's very clear we do not have proper representation. And it is going to take people that know how to run businesses, that you know, know about our Constitution, that believe in our you know, Bill of Rights, our civil rights, in order to take over the reins because the people up there right now they're in the pockets of lobbyists they're in the pockets of each other and it's working like the swamp would work and this is why so many people love president trump and people that i cannot even believe are saying they're going to vote for trump that i had knocked down drag outs with before are now saying you know what i kind of like trump now i'm like what When did this happen? And I'm so glad it did. But what took you so long? And how did you arrive here? Well, they're watching Biden. They're watching the wars. They're listening to all of this student loan forgiveness, which really they believed for a long time. And a lot of people in the minority communities are saying, hey, they made all these promises. Things are worse under Biden. They're not better. He's giving it away to illegal aliens in this country. He's not helping our own communities. We're the ones paying the taxes. I mean, I'm not kidding. The lights are coming on, and I'm so glad to see it. There are actually lights in the house. They're there. And so I think this is what the establishment is really terrified of. This time is now. So you all just keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job. Keep calling them. Keep the pressure on. Let them know that you are not going to forget what has happened and what has transpired over the last couple of weeks. And let them know we're on to them. And yes, we will be voting them out. Next primary, we're ready to primary. We're going to lick our chops and say, okay, you next. And then you. And then you. And then there's another one. Because I'm ready for it. I really am. I'm not in this for, you know, for halfway. I'm going to go all the way to the end until we we are proud of our party and the people again. This thing is just craziness. I mean, two two wars in two separate continents. Are you kidding, Biden? Really? Didn't even address the open border. None of that stuff. They're running things for themselves, and that's all by themselves. And it's just really apparent to anybody that's paying attention I mean, when you start talking about what's happened in the last couple of weeks, my gosh, we have a whole new deal. Did you watch the address last night? I did not, but I'm hearing some of the rumblings from it. When did you well, think I would never it? watch it live because mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't watch news on TV. I don't give them the ratings. But um, oh my god, it was. I mean, this guy he sounded like this now. Uh. So he basically said, we got to stand up for Israel by sending Ukraine a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which That's means, what he did. Which means that he's, he's got a hundred billion. He got a hundred over a hundred billion total to go to other countries right now. A hundred billion and nothing for uh, Hawaii, nothing for our border, nothing for anything again. And then he started talking about 
that uh, uh, you know the Islamophobia, mm-hmm. and he feels you know he's sorry for the Palestine because Islamophobia, and they had to deal with it after nine eleven. He's sorry they're dealing with it again, and all, it's just a, just the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. It is. Well, I I got a little recap here and I can go ahead and it's what he didn't say that has everybody on edge. So what Joe Biden left out of last night's primetime address tells you everything you need to know. His remarks were an exercise in weakness, a projection of his inability to prioritize American safety at home and abroad. He did not mention the southern border, which is being overrun by illegal immigrants in unprecedented numbers. He did not mention China, which is enriched and emboldened by every one of Biden's foreign policy failures. He did not mention Taiwan, whose risk of Chinese invasion grows as Biden does nothing to deter it. He did little to demand the release of American hostages by Hamas terrorists, who are responsible for the slaughter of thousands of innocent civilians, including American citizens. He did not chastise the members of his own party, whose anti-Semitism and regurgitated terror propaganda is actual misinformation. Instead, Biden doubled down on foreign policy of appeasement that has resulted in failure after failure around the world. That U.S. forces near Baghdad were attacked while he spoke underscores the dangers of Biden's weakness. We're less safe under Biden, and it's because of Biden. That is from RNC Research, and I'm sure they had to sit through that whole entire thing. I heard they could not do it live or in one take because he was buffling, shuffling like he normally does. So that is the edited version of his speech that everybody saw because he couldn't do it. This is the man in the Oval Office. (laughs) The buffoon. I mean, really, the buffoon. Scary, isn't it? Really scary. Unbelievable. I know. it's, It's awful to see. But things are changing, and it is waking people up. And with the elections right around the corner, I mean, we don't have to wait a couple of years. I mean, they're here. We're in primary season. So get ready for things to change. And I know they're doubling down on Trump. I mean, they are doing whatever they can to attack their political opponent because he is a threat to them. And the way they run Deasley is the typical status quo. He is a threat to that. So that's why they're all against him. And we're a threat to that. The Republican Party is like they're they they are just they're just blowing in the wind without a leader. Mm-hmm. They have no leader. None. I've never seen anything like it. And they're all followers. They're all low IQ. Every one of them's got a forty five percent liberty score. They don't know what they're doing. They're bu- they see I think it's hilarious. You know, it doesn't make me mad. I think it's funny as shit. Oh, I mean, they're uh, just watching so... these idiots cry and, and, and talk like two year old kids. I'm glad everybody's seeing for how dumb these people are. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. Uh, people are definitely waking up. And like I said, I've got all kinds of people in town that I have been talking to about this stuff for years. And all of a sudden they're coming around and I'm sitting there going, okay, is it just because of our environment that we're in right now that you're talking like this or what? What changed? What's going on? <laughs> Normally we are having a knockdown drag out right now and, and you say, okay, well, I'm just going to stick with my beliefs and I'm going to say, mm, same, but that's not happening anymore. People are watching what's going on. But I wish I could say, well, join the Republican Party, but I can't. <laughs> they have no idea. These people, these these people, I heard Dan Bongino said today, it's just like John McCain when we could have got rid of Obamacare and he did the thumbs down. 
And oh, that defined his goodness. whole career. Yep. That's it defined exactly everything right. he did. Everything he did, because I could never could stand the guy anyway. I couldn't even stand and listen to him talk. I know some people that have met that guy and said he's the big. He was the biggest jerk, absolute dick mm-hmm. anybody could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, behind the scenes. But uh, that's why you know he's he's the guy who gave us Obamacare, lied to his own conference, did the thumbs down, and gave us Obamacare. This is th- this is going to be the same thing for these people, that, you know. And that's what he was. That was his point. That's going to define their career. They actually believe this is going to get lost in the news cycle. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make it my life's ambition oh, a I year hope. from now. Me if too. they got a primary opponent, I've, if you're a primary opponent of somebody like that creep Don uh, Bacon, mm-hmm. just you DM me, and you'll get all the free advertisement of, of uh, over two million followers that I could possibly give you. I, I mean, we can, and I know a lot of uh, people with big, large accounts will do the same. We'll give you millions of dollars worth of free advertising on our accounts uh, to run against any of these people, primarying them. Absolutely, so we should make it our mission. More, I mean, yeah, that's what I, we it need is to my do. mission. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. our that's our mission statement. I got a new mission in life. That's exactly right. We're going to primary you all, and we are going to work on it daily. We are going to find some really great people that are going to primary some of these rhinos, and they're going to lose their seats. And they can cry all day long, and they can say, "Ooh, MAGA is attacking us." But you know what? It's the American people <laughs> you're talking to; those that are going to show up and vote. So be careful. Be very careful. That. Uh, that, that it was so funny that that Don Bacon had some kind of text message somebody sent his wife, which was the tamest things. Basically, mm-hmm. hey, get your husband to vote for this, or we're going to vote him out, and he's never going to be in office again. That was pretty much it. Uh-huh. And they were like, "Oh my God, we cannot take attacks on our own people like this." They don't know. I mean, man, if they could read my email. Oh my! It, that, that was that's ridiculous. not an attack. I read it yesterday. You're talking about SpongeBob. We're gonna start calling him SpongeBob SquarePants. No. You know what that Man. is? You know what that is? They were tr- they're trying to continue on with that January six MAGA extremist narrative. Yeah. That's all that's about. Are. He's being mean to me. Oh my gosh! Look at this text. Okay, I'm reading the text out loud on the show. There's nothing other than hey, you know what? I'm not gonna vote for you next time around. And just like you said we're going to primary you we're going to make sure that office again if you keep going down this path exactly that's a threat how's that yep but that's That's the narrative that's not even that's not even close to a threat your representatives your they have the right to say hey we're 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 going to get you out of there yep and think think about this too I, i i said this yesterday and i'm confused on what i said now roger stoner said on our podcast so if i repeat i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, uh, but 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 anyway, it, that's the meanest thing he could find. So, I mean, that's the all the messages he claims to God. That's the one that he put out as the meanest thing, threatenest thing you could ever hear. So he didn't get threatened. It's all a lie. Uh, this is the thing. I mean, they're Never trying it, to make it. Up they love into to something. do that. These, these mm-hmm. they're, they're like and. AOC and the squad's the worst of this. They set up there and run them giant alligator mouths of theirs. That's all they do is bleh, 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 bleh. attack, 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 attack. I'm playing victim now. You're being mean to me. <laughs> they just do it. And they always come out. I'm getting death threats. I'm getting death threats. I'm getting death threats now. Um, yeah. Well, let's see them. 
Exactly. And then when you they see never them, they're, you. they're they're laughable because they're not there. That's the thing. And and they know exactly what's going on. Well, you, they okay. don't want anybody to disagree uh, with them is all. Okay, so death threats against congressmen and congresspeople and congresswomen and 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 and, and congress brother screwers. They get they get <laughs> <laughs> We know who that is, Elian Omar. Oh, brother banger. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, brother, Omar. Brother. Yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. Really so so um, they always say that. They attack, 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 then play victim, and then here comes, I'm getting death threats to try to make it go away. And then, okay, well, you're a congressman. I mean, the FBI should be there in five seconds to, to uh, uh, and, and should. To, to uh, you know, try to look into any death threats. How many people have you seen arrested when they say this every time? As the FBI come out and said, "Hey, we found the person who had to, was doing the death threats to uh, blah blah blah." Never. Right. Because I don't believe them. Not not that they don't get some sometimes. I get it, but they always it's right after they attack and attack and attack, and and that's all they do. I mean, the squad, they, you know, they're they're just loud mouths. And they run their mouths, and they yell, and they scream as loud as they can, and they wave their arms around, and they fake cry. <laughs> January 6th, I wasn't there, but it hurt me. And then uh, um, it, it, they're just they're just big, giant, loud mouth. Uh, and then they're victims. Once you say, anybody says a little bit of something back, mm-hmm. victims. Oh, they just love to play that. But see, you have to understand, we are the disruptors. We are the ones that are progressive. We are not following the sheep. We are the ones that are putting pressure on asking them and making them do their job. Look, we're going to vote for you if you do what we want you to do. We're your constituent. You work for us. No, all of Washington, D.C. thinks that we work for them. They want to take that money that you're sitting out there pouring your heart and soul into every single day, and they want their cuts of they can go and send it to their friends or whatever. And, and of course, for their re-election campaigns, I mean, that all plays a part. But we know who they are. And it's so fun. I mean, I'm going to read this to everyone again so they can see the actual text messages that they're claiming was a threat. Because if you've ever seen my text and yeah. emails and dms or cats yeah. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> my death threats are death threats i want to kill you and cut your head and stuff in yes. the sewer exactly not our actual death threats well it's not only that they went even further than that you had swatting you had everything else that put your animals at risk and and yourself at risk i mean they have been why don't you totally say me for a second <laughs> I love you, Cat, but you're in charge. I mean, these little animals depend on you. So She's I like, animals, I better mention him, too. Well, let me tell you why. Because they were the ones that were on the property. They were the ones on the front line. And the way I saw that was, hey, look, they're doing their job. And they're going to do everything they can to protect their property. That's their job in their minds. I'm all about the animals. You weren't there. So I was worried about you, of course, but they were there when it, when they swarmed the um, premises. I That scared me to death, both for the animals and for the officers. But these are the kind of things that we deal with on a regular basis. So when you see things like this, it's ridiculous. All right, so here's Don Bacon and his lovely wife who really caused a lot of attention to all of this. She's the one that received this text message and you can make up your own mind. Talk to your husband. 
Tell him to step up and be a leader and help the Republican Party get a speaker. There's too much going on in the world for all of this going on in the Republican Party. You guys take five steps forward and then turn around and take five, 20 steps backwards. No wonder our party always ends up getting screwed over. What? Here's the other one. Why is your husband causing chaos by not supporting Jim Jordan? I thought he was a team player. Who is this? She responds. Oh, now you have nothing to say? Your husband will not hold any political office ever again. What a disappointment and failure he is. And then she goes on to say, he has more courage than you. You won't put your name to your statements. Let me tell you something. This but, but is your... Nothing for, it's it nothing. wasn't even that mean. This isn't. This isn't. This, this is, is asking him to do what his constituents want him yeah. to do. Yeah, why, why, why ain't he being a team player? I thought he was a team player. I mean, he was never going to hold office again. That's the, but in that, okay, so the, when they put that out, that was supposed to be an example of, of the threats coming in against them. So, you know, they, you, you always use the biggest threat if, if you're going to try to make some kind of example like that. Well, sure. So that was it. I'm like, my God, my best friends talk to me meaner than that when they think I'm doing something wrong. Way meaner. Well, your bosses will say to you point blank, look, if you're not doing the job, we're going to have to replace you. So what? They think that they're above the law, that this is some kind of, you know, born situation where they get this position and it's indefinite. I mean, they all believe that they're going to end up being Feinsteins of the party, McConnell's of the party. They're going to be in here for, for life. They think they're lifers because they're so dug into to the swamp. They are so dug into the lobbyists. Well, surprise, surprise. When it comes time for us to get out there and vote, when when we're sitting around and we have nothing better to do other than walking our dogs and everything else, and we decide we're going to make a phone call and we're going to say, hey, we want you to put in this particular speaker. Expect it. It's coming. And if you don't do what your constituents hired you to do, then don't be surprised when you're primaried. And you can be one of us. And you can you can be the one, you know, Making the call saying that you want McCarthy. I'm seriously doubting they're getting any of those calls anymore. <laughs> I mean, not from we the people. We have somebody that scored incredibly well on the Liberty score and has been fighting for the constituents and for our party for quite some time. President Trump has also endorsed Jim Jordan. What does that tell you? You've got all these other members that are going against A, the person who's leading in the poll, who is probably going to take the White House, Most hope, we're hoping, this next time around, and I've, the entire party. The holdouts are the ones that are breaking this party, and so they don't deserve to be up there. Next? Who's next? Put somebody else in. That's how I see it. I'm tired of this group. I mean, th th and this well, whole thing yeah, is just nothing but just drama. They're never going to agree on anybody. They're mm -hmm. gonna, they're, they'll, end, they'll probably end up putting Jim Jordan back in there. <laughs> I, probably. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin, I, McCarthy, no, Kevin McCarthy, that's what they want to do. Yeah. That's the end game. Yeah. And then we can all be, we can all be punished as a result for bringing this up to begin with. I think it's wonderful that it's all happened. I like seeing exactly who the swamp is. I think it's really telling that in a secret ballot, that's how afraid they are is that they do a secret ballot and Ooh, that number just arises because guess what? Then they won't be primaried. Yeah. The, yeah, they 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 they're voting on people in 
a hundred people voted against them in private. Mm-hmm. That means they're going to tell you one thing to your face, but when they go and behind lie. closed doors, they're going to do something different. They just proved it, man. It's yep. it's wonderful to see. And I don't give a damn. I don't give a shit. I don't give two Fs. That's right. And while I don't care, man. I, I ain't going to waste my time on this. Cat. I'm drinking wine tonight. I'm good. having some crackers. There you go. <laughs> gourmet crackers <laughs> with gourmet cheese. Now what? Enjoy your life. That's all I have to say. I'm going to have a $200 ball of wine. I'm worth $10 million, um, for God's sake. I know. You're all the you $10 gotta do is just look, man. I know. Just look at my network, man. The internet never <laughs> lies. When I saw it first, I'm like, God, where is this money hidden? Oh, my gosh, Kat. I'm telling you, the next, I mean, when we ever do meet, Don't you're picking up close. the tab. That's all I have to I say. I mean, there's no question. I won't fight you over it. No wonder everybody keeps saying you're buying lunch. <laughs> That's a very dangerous. That's a very dangerous precedent to be set. But this is funny. Speaking about the internet and the internet never lies. This is hilarious. What just happened with the New York Times? The verification badge has been removed from the New York slimes. That's right, because and they removed their badge because they've been lying, the lies they spread. So it's gone. It's absolutely gone. That's not the funny part. <laughs> You ain't seen the funny part? No, I've been, you know, I've been a okay. little oh, oh, that, held oh, up. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, 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 are you on my page? Yes, I'm on your page. I'm looking at your oh, Washington sh- Post. They put the, they put the Pinocchio in there. They put, yeah. yeah. So they put, yeah, so they took out their, <laughs> and they put the Pinocchio emoji on the, as their verification, like they're liars. Is that not fantastic? Ugh. Oh my gosh, it's the way it should be. It's true. I mean, you lie enough. See, they were able to get away with all of this propaganda before. All of it. And look, we had another insurrection. I hope that these people are prepared to spend the next couple of years behind bars without being able to see a magistrate or see their attorney or or anything else being denied their civil liberties. I mean, we're talking about January 6th all over again. All of those that have felt attacked, attacked by these, you know, insurrectionists, Look no further than Talib's tribe. They're all out there, you know, banging drums, getting an insurrection going in the Capitol. They are danger. And you know what else? She hasn't even removed that particular post about that uh-huh. hospital bombing. Nope. She's she got just, it up and we'll keep it up forever. She needs a Pinocchio. I mean, if that's the way it's going to go, let's go. Put a Pinocchio next to that. Though she's, you know, I think of her as a lot worse. The fact that she's actually trying to orchestrate this whole thing is pretty bad. You want to talk about she's an a big mouth? Sister. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, can you imagine? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Living with that? Oh yeah. my God, it would be all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. I just tell you, I couldn't take it. <laughs> no. My God. I was I, like, man, is there, you, I'd be look, Googling, you know, super industrial earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> super duper crooper industrial earplugs. Oh, my gosh. I mean, well, I mean, all of them. Think about AOC. I mean, if you were to start going down the list of liberal women, you what? You want a Karen? I don't think so. No. No. They're just nothing but drama with no solution. They just run wow. around. Yeah. So you got all of this stuff happening here at home. But the thing about it is, if you were to talk to most Americans, nobody wants war. Nobody wants what these representatives in office are after. And that's to put us in war on multiple, multiple we, fronts. They're already sending troops over to Israel. Mm-hmm. 
Why are we sending troops? I believe Israel can handle this. Why are we sending troops over there? We'll support them. Well, you know, we'll tell them, hey, we, you know, we, we support you. But to send troops over there, what in the hell are they doing? It's really something else. I mean, it is really something. They're not doing, you know what? They're going to do whatever it is the military industrial complex wants them to do. The lobbyist wants them to do. This is their next big moneymaker. They, they, they can handle it. Mm hmm. And it's their next COVID, too. I mean, this is how they think that they're going to be able to steal an election. Put us in war. Put us in danger. Scare us. Kill us. I mean, you think about the lives in war. I want to get the draft going again. I'm ready for a bunch of tutti, fruity, millennial uh, uh, softies to get drafted. Men and women. They They will never be the same. They'll they'll go up there and... uh, They'll go to that barber and they'll look on the floor and it'll be purple and orange hair all over the floor. Oh my gosh. Feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Feathers. Oh yeah, my take gosh. Thank you. Take your lip ring out and, you, and, you, and your ear loops and, you, and your 18 nose rings and the seven in your tongue and your horns off your head. You, you're in the army now. Boy. Nothing but glitter. Well, that's the that's the thing. I mean, I guess as long as you address them properly by their, you know, their pronouns, then they're going to be perfectly fine with it. I don't know. They seem to just march and follow whatever the cause may be, and it's really something else. But but one it, of the it, things, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, I want to mention this. Isn't it funny for the lot since this has happened in Israel? You, I mean, in, in Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. But it's been like two or three weeks now. We hadn't even heard the word Ukraine. Nobody's talking about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Nobody, but, oh, okay, so Ukraine's totally off your mind. Has anything changed in your life? Nothing's going to change. They're all liars. So if if Ukraine takes over them, the whole world's going to get taken over by Russia. Russia can't take over Ukraine. They've been trying for a year. How are they going to take over Europe and then move from Europe? to? Are they going to fight England and they're going to come over here and fight the United States? They can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. That's how... This ridiculous thing is we got to fight. We don't fight now. Free, uh, you know, it's going to take over the world and freedom's at stake. No, it's not. It's not at stake at all. What's happened? How's your life changed at all since they invaded Ukraine? It's not. It, it, prices are higher on some things, but has it impacted anybody's in the United States life? No, because they're a bunch of damn liars. They always say that. Always. Yeah. I mean, and and they run on fear. They expect for you to just live on this whole fear thing. The people and, are tired of the wars. Oh yeah. I'm so anti-war now. It's just like, if if you're going to attack our country, I'll I'll suit up myself. I'll take my whole arsenal and I'll fight to the death. If you, if you're coming here, well, a lot you of come in here, you, you you know, you come in here, then it's I, I don't care. But if I had a kid, there's no way I'd send a motor fight one of these damn wars. Now, when I was younger, I would, but not now. Oh my gosh, no! I, I mean, I'm not going. I don't see anybody lets their kid go over and get maimed in a country that nobody even knows where is at on the map for a reason. That's just running around uh, uh, to money launder here and money launder there and a, and a shady deal here and a shady deal there. I mean, they need to have a clear uh, um, um, before they start sending. American troops, like in Vietnam, which was ridiculous, Korea, places like that, Afghanistan, they're going to have to, the, the people are sick of it, and they're going to have to come up with something that makes sense, 
that it's going to be worth 4,000 young men and women, usually in, from the ages of 18 to 25 years old, to get dead, maimed, their legs cut off, mentally screwed up the rest of their lives, trillions of dollars. They're going to have to come up with some kind of excuse better than, hey, if Syria, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't enough that we uh, uh, took over Libya and, and, and toppled them and toppled Iraq's people and then toppled uh, uh, whoever and, you know, wanted to topple the guy in Syria. And it just never ends. And, and no, they're not going to come over here and take us over. It's all a lie. And, and they all have an agenda. It's, it's, it's all, it, this is, they're rich, really rich people. And with power, power in Washington, D.C., they're moving everybody around. And they've been lying to everybody for years. I hope everybody knows that. Oh, they're I just a bunch that. of damn liars. And it ain't worth one hair on one of our soldiers' head to go over here in one of these damn wars that we have no business in whatsoever and nothing good. What good has our country? I, I bet I can name 10 conflicts, starting with Korea, North Korea, Syria, Afghanistan, Kuwait. Name one thing. Name one dollar we gained. How did our country get richer? How did our country get more free? It, 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 you can't answer it because it didn't. It didn't help nothing. It hasn't. It Thank really God hasn't. for Trump. He understands that because it's common sense. Well, what's so interesting, too, is that these are the very same people that believe, you know, they try to act like they're not into the, like the whole privilege, but yet they think that they're born into all of this. This is going to be their life standing. I mean, this is who they are. This is what they deserve. This is, you know, they're born right, so to speak. I mean, just this is why they're staying in office for as long as they are, for crying out loud. They cannot relinquish that kind of power nor do they want to. I mean, Feinstein, she died in office. The woman was being pushed around in a wheelchair. I mean, if that doesn't tell you everything that you need to know, then come on, you got to wake up. You got to see what this is all about. They're not serving we the people. They are serving themselves. They could care less about their constituents. And that's why they're big mad right now is because you are holding them accountable for it and they can't stand it. They absolutely do not like being called down for it. And I just, there's so much that is happening right now. And I, I'm glad it is. I'm tired of, of living this lie in this shroud of secrecy and everything else. Give me, I mean, come on, transparency. No more secret voting. Because you know what, it, like you said, what it actually reveals is bigger than the cause itself. I mean, these people are just liars and thieves they're going to get out there they're going to speak and tell you on every single talk show every single interview what all they're doing but when push comes to shove guess what those are the same people those hundred are the ones that are getting f's in the liberty score for voting against what you put them into office for those are those people Oh my gosh. We've got so much work to do, but you know what? If we were not prepared for it, if if the good Lord didn't think that we had it in us, we would not be the ones standing here on the front line making the difference. But we are. We're here for a reason, and it's our time, and we're going to save the republic. That's all there is to it. It's in our hands. So when you're walking your dog and when you're doing whatever, make sure that you're calling these 25 that have already been outed. We'll have to leave it up to our own interpretation to figure out who the other hundred are. So it's going to be a guessing game, I guess. But it's pretty easy to figure it out when you start looking at that Liberty score. I think that Liberty score is one of the greatest tools we have. <laughs> 
And I love that everybody's well, real using simple. it. Yes, it is. Like one of them said, I stand with Israel today. And I said, you stand with the Democrats 52% of the time <laughs> voting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is so true, Kat. It really is. You look at all of them. We know who they are now. Here's, I mean, you have it here. Patrick McHenry, who they want to put in as temporary speaker, even though nobody voted for him to be the speaker. They're willing just to go ahead and give it to him because McCarthy tapped him. Yeah, so the, when when he gets ousted, the, the, they he writes a letter that the outgoing speaker and they and they he appoints the temporary. I mean, who does he appoint? Does he appoint a conservative for the people? No, he he puts in a clone of himself. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. He's like mini me. He's my mini me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Literally. He's the understudy. We're not even yeah. getting the, the, the person. We're getting the understudy. Uh, somebody's got to meme him, him and, and, and mini me. Oh, my goodness. That's mini me because that's exactly what it is. And well, he's the same height. Well, and you're starting to find out all of this stuff. I know that you, you posted an article about the whole SBX thing, um, the Sam Bankman Freed situation and who all he funded i know that that's coming out of the works right now people are starting to recognize who all got paid during that money laundering scheme including mccarthy and mcconnell so that's really good it's all about the money it's all about the influence it's all about the power and that is actually what we're doing we're rocking that boat they no longer feel safe and secure and we're the ones that are calling them out on it that's our job. We're going to hold them accountable. If they're not doing it, then we're going to get somebody else who will. I, I love the situation that we're in right now. We're not just blindly being led astray. We're saying, no, something's wrong here. Something is amiss here. So we'll just have to see how this whole thing plays out. I think it's, I think it's a great time right now. I'd rather know than not know. So you have Matt Gates. He's got this out there, a letter. All eight Republicans who voted to remove McCarthy from speakership are willing to accept censure, suspension, or removal from the conference in order to elect Jim Jordan as speaker. Goes on to say, if the holdouts who refuse to vote for speaker-designate you have Jim Jordan, would be willing to vote with the team and elect him as the 56th House Speaker, we are prepared to accept censure, suspension, or removal from the conference to accomplish this objective. And you've got them all here. Things are seriously changing. I'm glad this happened. A lot of people are pushing back saying, oh, we should have been more organized. No, I think it needed to happen the way it's playing out right now. There's nothing organized about this. This is very organic, and we're driving it. You should be really proud of yourselves. I mean, you've upset Washington. Don't, don't. <laughs> Don't don't let them don't let them um, act like um, Matt Gates is is the problem here either. He didn't. Anybody? Oh, he should have had a plan. The yeah. plan is to get rid of that damn liar. And whatever happens out of that, we'll get. If we get another one, we'll get rid of him too. Um, you have to hold these people count. He he didn't have enough votes. He made a deal with Matt Gates and the eight holdouts. Personally, made a deal with them, or that there was twenty holdouts. He personally made a deal with them. I'm going to do this. Um, we were not going to vote all these bills. We're not going to do, you know, pro we're going to do each bill separately. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And he didn't do any of it. Mm -hmm. He's a damn liar. And he just thought, yeah, I'm just going to make a deal that I ain't going to do nothing. That's what they always do. 
This all happened because McCarthy, don't let anybody fool you. Don't let anybody tell you any different. This all happened because McCarthy's a liar. If he don't lie to them and he does what Matt Gates and them asked, uh, and he made a deal with them that he promised, which is stuff that would help us and stuff we believe in, by the way. So don't, don't throw Matt Gates out. I'm just telling you, he's the one that had the balls to do it. And none of this happens. You, you, you got to blame the person's fault. McCarthy's still speaker in good standing with everybody if he just did what he promised. But he didn't. He lied. He knew he was lying when he said it. Just like the Israel conflict right now. You can say anything you want. Not one bomb. All the water would be on. All the electricity would be on in Gaza. Nobody would lost their lives if they didn't attack Israel in the, mo in the worst uh, attack in their history. It is so true. And and when I when you talk about how this whole thing is changing, we're not we're so different than the Democrat sheep. I mean, seriously, we're not we're the ones that said, okay, even though the jab came out under President Trump, that doesn't mean we're gonna take it. We're not the cult here. You're the cult. It's not us. Yeah. Look the other way. It is not us because we did not fall in line. We were the ones that said, hey, we get to decide what's going to go into our system and what is not. But when you talk about how this regime is built on money, and when I bring up Sam Bankman-Fried, it's a big deal because he met with Mitch McConnell, donated multi-millions to McConnell's list of, get this, anti-Trump Republicans. That was on purpose. I I love to see that meeting. One of them shaking and one of them froze. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is that a dude's, big that, deal. That guy, I think that guy shoots Adderall through his veins like a heroin addict. I've never seen anything quite like it. I, you know, he don't care about going to prison. He just wants his damn Adderall. Every time they, they he mentions the court, oh, he needs his Adderall. Can he testify? If he gets his Adderall, he can. Hey, he's not doing good. He needs his Adderall. He's wow. Good God. And I don't know what Adderall does. I should, but you know, I've never taken it. But I, I, does it make you? Does it? Is it? Does it bring you down or pick you up? I think it makes you wired. Well, I think it makes you wired. I, I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, it calms me down." I have seen quite the opposite of people that take it. I mean, they're they're It's like they're high on coke or something. It's like this. It's got this crazy effect, and they say, "Oh no, it's my ADHD." And I'm like, "Well, how is that helping you concentrate?" My ADHD. <laughs> what I mean? Okay, so now I'm so tired of these. Now you can it's, and everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I used to tell everybody. It's funny how we have any of this stuff yeah it's like one we out survived. of every four kids has adhd we survived one out of every of three that. kids mm -hmm. one out of every three kids has autism one of every five kids has this i'm not saying kids don't have it i'm just saying quit giving all these damn kids all these powerful drugs and maybe all this a lot of this stuff will go away oh my gosh well you I know mean, what we used we to have them in, you, know, here you know when we was a kid you know it was all different i got adhd yeah man uh uh yeah, you're you're a spaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have da 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 da. Yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> hey, I have this learning disorder. Yeah, you don't pay attention in class, man, because right. you don't like it. You so stayed up too I'm late not playing video everybody, games. Don't email me. I know people's I know, kids have problems, mm -hmm. but but not ninety percent of this is just it's just my God, you're giving them powerful drugs, powerful wow. drugs at a young age, man. These things are like you know look. Let's put my let's put our kid on cocaine because he won't mind. No, he's a kid. He's going through a stage. 
please. You know what? We all went through stages, I would say. And but I mean, the thing with Sam Bankman Freed, you've seen the interviews with him when he's got one leg going up and down. I mean, he's like shaking. He can barely even concentrate. I don't know. I mean, maybe now he's saying, hey, look, I've got ADHD so bad that I need my Adderall. Watch, watch yeah, my you're knee just, move and my you mouth move at the same time now. <laughs> you're addicted to Adderall. That's your problem. The problem is that you have whatever you're, you're addicted to Adderall that is your problem oh it's really scary I mean I, it's, just, it's amazing how every kid has something these days and every single one I don't know how they would have survived the chicken pox and the mumps and everything we had to go through mm-hmm. and nobody and nobody acted oh let's get them on drugs the rest of their life man they, they just drug kids now hey they're being rambunctious man some kids just got a lot of energy they're kids they need to run around they don't have they don't have yards to play in anymore they don't have woods to you know trees to climb my god can you imagine it? i used to climb man when i was eight nine years old i used to climb up 70 feet in trees all the time my mom didn't go oh my god you're gonna fall kids and wear a helmet well, exactly. And they're changing, too. I mean, think about it. Every seven years you change. When you look at seven years ago, who you were seven years ago versus the year before that, seven years before that, you continue to change. This, when we talk about it, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, my son really needs it or my daughter really needs yeah. it. I want to show you somebody that's on back, it. And I want you to show you back, the behavior then, that we're talking about. He'll grow about. out of it. Yes, Don't exactly. Don't worry about it. Let him, let him run around the block a couple of times. He'll get it out of his system. Well, this yeah. is what we're talking talking about okay because they went as far as trying to accommodate him in jail when he was in jail and then they let him out and then they put him back in and he was very concerned about this Adderall now watch this interview and you tell us if you think there's something wrong with it you think every money you spend in politics should be disclosed publicly are you comfortable with that I think that I I think what I would say is you know if there was a norm where every dollar that ever in donated mm-hmm. in politics was to be disclosed publicly, um, I would have a, a lot of sympathy for that. I think I might support it. I haven't thought carefully about it enough to know. But well, it I sounds so. like what you're saying is maybe there's some donations that you have made that you wouldn't make if you knew they were going to be immediately public. So I think I don't I don't generally think about it that way. I generally Fair think enough. of it as like these are these are the right, uh, you know, the right contributions to make. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. When we're pointing shaking this like kind a of, man. shaking like a leaf, exactly. Put some popcorn on him and it'll pop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I don't know how many years ago this was, probably five years ago, I was listening to a talk show, a morning talk show, and they had a commercial. Um, two out of every five kids, or more, three out of every five kids is obese now. You, uh, 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 something from the, you, GovernmentExercise.org, you know, .gov, and and they were just the whole thing. You've heard them, three out of every five. And then I swear, a commercial came on like three minutes later mm. that said, half the kids in this country do not have enough to eat. You need to donate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so what is it? They're all fat or they're all starving. I, I swear, I heard, it, I heard it in the same break. It is so it, true. It, one of them was saying, uh, uh, you know, three out of five kids are obese. The other one was saying over half the kids in this country go without a meal every day. Oh, my God. It's just they'll do anything. They will do anything. And, and that's the thing. I mean, we played when we were a kid, man. We were outside. Oh, you yeah. couldn't pay me to go inside. And I, didn't, I didn't even know what watching TV was. I, we watched cartoons on Saturday. That was it. 
No, oh, I get it. I mean, Kick I play can, tennis baseball, all day, every sports. day. I mean, that's Man, just what I was in the I woods. Did. I know. I, I played. Lived in the woods. I played hard, and I enjoyed it every single last minute of it. Let's go catch some crawdads. Let's go fishing. <laughs> let's go climb a tree. Let's let's you know. Let's go build a ramp and go a hundred miles an hour down a big hill on a skateboard and ramp, and and break our arms. That's right. Oh, my gosh. It is so true. Well, real quick, because I want everybody to know what's going on tomorrow. I am doing my Saturday show. I've got a lot of people in town, but I've got a very special guest who is going to join me, and I'm so thrilled about it. I've got Liz Wheeler, who's going to join me on a political rendezvous. I hope you can make it. It's going to be tomorrow, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. It's on a totally different channel. She's going to be discussing her book, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America kids. I'm really excited about her joining me on that. So if you have not signed up and subscribed to that channel, please do so. You just have to type in Jules Jones Live and you can make it over there and I'll see you at three. We start spilling some tea. So that should be a good time for everybody. So I hope to see you there. Remember to follow this channel. You don't have to join. If, if you can't afford to join the, the every Tuesday show that we do the after parties, no big deal. But our Monday through Friday shows, they are completely free and you can watch them all on Rumble. And so if you don't mind give us a, a thumbs up and go ahead and follow the channel it helps us out tremendously which brings me to another point we have hit 90.9 thousand followers on this channel cat wow yep we need to get a hundred thousand we're almost there i'm so excited and of course we could not do it without all of you litter mates you have all and it's free amazing. and it helps us if you subscribe it helps us get um you know all kinds of advertisers stuff. and every stuff it, we get goodies yes we do and and it and even your comments like, i mean a lot of people are like mm, you know i'm gonna say something really bad about you and you think it hurts us it doesn't it actually helps all the activity is good activity so if you want to comment you're talking about me i don't <laughs> talking about you. you said something bad just remember that exactly and yeah. then i want to thank everybody who has donated this week like i said this week has been extremely hard um on me for sure because i lost a very very dear friend of mine this morning and it's been coming for a long time a lot of you have known the story and you've kept up with it and i appreciate it and you've kept her in your thoughts and prayers but she did ultimately lose the fight with cancer but um, you have all been amazing. And I just want to thank everybody from this week. And I'm going to try to go ahead and give you all a shout out right now. Um, I have Leventhal Spade, Tri-Stater 72, Head of Broccoli, Lady Maxine 55. And then we have Real Beard Vet, Roger Clemency. We have Salty Mulatto. We have Salty Maga Matt, Burrito Boy. And then we go down and we've got another group here. DL Potter 4, Astro Sweat, Mother of Pearl is back. Good to see Mother of Pearl back. Texas T33, Terry1791, a very new local subscriber as well. Seeky907, Patriot Mom, 1976, Lady Maxi, 55, Leventhal Spade. We have Astro Sweet again. We have got Hedda Broccoli and we have Viking C, one of my real good friends, Martha Johnson, 1776. And she donated 
again. And then today's donation, Silent Night, my condolences, Jules. Hope this will help. Welcome Mr. Georgie to the family. We love you and are praying for you all. We have Greek Fire who says, Happy Friday, Litter Mates Margaritas. We have Silent Night. He says, No, please keep the pressure on. Keep exposing them. Do not let them breathe. Where we go one, we go all. Spencer Dogs 9576. Jules and Cat Turd, thank you. You are both national treasures. Oh, thank you very much for that. Then we have Silent Night. Cutesy time is over. The new rules are in effect. Then we've got Silent Night again. Welcome one and all. Please remember to like, share, and follow as always. Please remember, never feed the trolls. I guess we have a lot of trolls in here today. So then we have Pro uh, Protestant View. It says it would have helped to have some people fight mandates. If Trump would have said it was not safe, it was rushed, it was experimental. And they That's the thing. That's the debate. A lot of people are bringing up that. And you know what? President Trump did not mandate it. Biden did. And that's the difference between what we saw with Biden and what we see with President Trump. President Trump wanted to go ahead and get us on a path. We had never seen anything like this virus. I'm not saying he did everything right, but I am saying he did not make it mandatory. Biden made it mandatory. That was the difference. Jim Van Zant, yep, this house fight exposes the whole sorry lot. <laughs> We're learning by the day. A lot of people have surprised us. Bronze Cowgirl says, let's go litter mates. Let's primary these Republican rhinos. Make it our mission. Oh, it is. Cat turds on the case. Hmm. Silent Night says, I would like to thank all the trolls for your presence. Oh, you must have had, Trat must have been completely, you know, dominated by trolls a little bit today. Oh. That's interesting. Cat, you must have shook him up yesterday with Roger Stone. Re, 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 he says, all the way home. Yeah. Just, just so you know, the, the, the more people we get in our chats, too, the, you know, the more our sponsors want to be here. So thank you, trolls, for helping us get paid. We really appreciate it. We do. Thank you very I'm gonna, much. I'm going to have a big old steak on you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and so will the dogs and the kids. Yeah. Yes, why not? Head of Broccoli says, no rant, just thanks for this show. And the turd uh, T-ball hat, which nobody recognized while I was on vacay. So, oh my gosh, your cat, your hats are just doing wonders over here. I, everybody loves them. I'm getting I pictures. I finally got the bird turds. I just got them in like an hour ago, so they'll you be did? gone by oh. tomorrow again. Yeah, they go so fast. Well, Littermates, he tries to give you a heads up. So if you're in the market, go ahead and get your order in because otherwise they will be gone. So thank you, Cat, for that. Fizzle13 says, Littermates, remember when Cat Turd was threatened by Adam Kidzinger? Ha ha, far worse than what these yeah. rhinos have alleged recently. And I think he, that's it. He said he was going to, uh, um, you know, he, if he ever met me in person, some, I forgot who it was. <laughs> Dude, I'm six, I'm six foot one. You're like four foot three. Yeah, he, he'll never get over that. He's a Napoleon. You know, it's a little man complex thing. I don't know what's wrong with yeah. him, but they've got problems. He's, Real problems. Yeah, that really scared me deeply. I sleep for days. I know. I know. Really kept you up at night. All right. Tucker everyone. Carlson ended up doing a, <laughs> I know. a monologue a on it, though, which was funny. Oh, my gosh. It got so much exposure. And yet they are so upset. They're upset that you all are calling them out. I mean, that's what's so great about our audience. You are engaged. You are involved. Keep putting the pressure on them. They, You're the last person that they want to hear from. And you're effective. 
So anyway, I hope everybody has a nice, wonderful, relaxing Bye. weekend. I hope to see you tomorrow, Saturday, rendezvous at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, separate channel. But you all be safe. You be kind to one another. And we will see you later. Bye. <laughs>